Hi, and welcome to another episode of What's Up Wenatchee. My name is Nikki Darling. On this podcast, I talk to and have conversations with business owners, organizational leaders, community leaders, and organizers about anything that's of public interest to our community here in the Wenatchee Valley. A couple of weeks ago, I got contacted by Jay Woody Lotz, who is the executive director of the America Performing Arts Center, who also has a podcast on this podcast network called Back of the Pack. If you've never listened to it, they are about to wrap up uh, their first season, and they just put out their season one finale. So go back, listen to all 15 episodes of season one of Back of the Pack. And they're about to venture into their next theatrical season. And he reached out to me because they had a rental client who was doing a show in September that um, was a spectacular show, but wasn't getting the traction or the ticket sales or the exposure that for one reason or another, people were not hearing about this show. So he put me in contact with Valentina who is an amazing woman. So I got to meet with her, talk with her a little bit about uh, Quatrefoil Cirque and how this group of aerialist, acrobatic circus performers came together and then how they began to collaborate with the Seattle-based, world-famous dance crew, the Massive Monkeys. I wanted to know everything about it. (laughs) naturally, because I am a curious person, but also I figure out why there was a disconnect that uh, people were not going out and buying tickets for the show. So um, there isn't any reason. It is a family-friendly show that is open to all ages. It will be Friday and Saturday, September 16th and 17th at the Numerica Performing Arts Center. Now, personally, I've never seen any one of these Cirque du Soleil-style shows live, but I know that I've always wanted to. (laughs) And even when I went to Vegas, Vegas, you're always trying to pick and choose which shows you want to go to because there's so many different ones. And I don't know if we have, as a society, as a community, become more numbed to these shows because of of reality TV like America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent or those types of talent shows that we're seeing this on a television screen. But to Valentina does talk about it a little bit in the interview that this there is another level of this being in a 553-seat theater boutique Cirque du Soleil style experience. So even if you have seen it in a huge Cirque stage in Vegas, this is going to be a more intimate experience. And for them, they've upped the talent level. They've upped the difficulty. They're all making their own performances and tricks. So I am thoroughly impressed (laughs) by all of the talent that is right here in our region and come together for this night out in Vegas. Oh my gosh. So quatrefoil, I'm not going to say it right. I want to say it right. So quatrefoil. Quatrefoil, yeah. Quatrefoil, sir. Yeah. I got it? I was yeah, practicing. Totally, yeah. I really was practicing last night. I was walking around and like saying it to my son and mm-hmm. my husband is like, 
what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> practicing <laughs> to yeah. myself. Quatrefoil. Quatrefoil. Yeah. Quatrefoil. Yeah, you say it a few times. It rolls right off. So I took French in uh-huh. high school. Okay. And I know quatre means four. Mm-hmm. Does that have anything to do with the name quatrefoil? Yes, yes, yes. So it's the four-leaf clover that everybody's used to, mm-hmm. right? And you see that in Europe, they're like, I don't know, like basil, like any kind of type of weed or grass, right? Sure. They're just like everywhere. And they're mostly seen in architecture. And in oh. architecture, that's my friend who is an architect clued me in that this is actually a passageway between all of the different ways of the world, between the celestial and the underworld. And that's why you see that, particularly in religious buildings, because that's the opening through which the light is supposed to enter the soul. I was reminded of that during the height of the pandemic, and I thought it was just so inspiring to me because everything was so dark. You know, the world felt like it was caving in on you. Yes. For everybody. Yes, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And another fun little story. So a friend of mine who I worked with, his daughter is into metalworks. Okay. And she made a little quatrefoil necklace for me so that I can always carry my own light with me. Oh my goodness, that is a beautiful story. So sweet. (sighs) I was so touched. See, you're already surprising me, and I have a (laughs) feeling that as we go through this, you're going to surprise me even more. But I I wasn't even expecting a surprise in that one. I was just trying to break down the name and figure Mm -hmm. out maybe where it was coming from, but I really had no idea that it was a Mm -hmm. symbol Mm -hmm. that impactful. That is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that, I'm guessing, if you're using that as this uh, emblem to to represent you and this group that you're, you're bringing, this group of performers that you're bringing that we're going to talk about, uh, what does that mean? Like, w- is this, why, why choose this as a representation of them and you? Yeah, yeah. That's an excellent question. You know, I think that, um, again, our roots go back to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that was very challenging throughout the pandemic is just figuring out how to survive. You Mm. know, I remember we're going to do the show and the theme of the show is essentially a tribute to different shows on the strip and different performers. And my piece is a tribute to Larev, which was a long standing show on the strip. And then I remember it was canceled. And then shortly afterwards, it was announced that it's never coming back. And then more bad news about the sort came and all of us went, oh my God, this could potentially be like an extinction level event for the industry. Mm -hmm. So it's just coming together and pulling together and figuring out a way to collaborate and still spread our light to the world. Because so many of you as performers were in that show that was now not coming back. Well, my friends were there. I was not in it. I'm way too old for the circle. Oh, stop (laughs) it. Seriously. They do not accept anyone over 35. Well, that's uh, their problem, not yours, because it does not mean I'm I'm over 35. Mm -hmm. I think I just started getting good at 35, to be honest. I couldn't agree with you more. I do think that social circus, honestly, is the way of the future. Mm. Because I think, first of all, I'm a, a education professional. And having a degree in adult learning, I know that adults really appreciate it. Sure. I actually enjoy working with adults more than with the kids <laughs> because they just latch onto it, they recognize the value, and they throw all of their heart and soul into it and it's just it's so much fun I agree with you because I used to teach higher education too, college Mm -hmm. courses Mm -hmm. and I used to tell people that education is the only piece of commerce that people don't want what they paid for 
Right. <laughs> people pay for it, and then they're like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to class. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm like, you are paying a lot of money to be here and get this education. Mm-hmm. You should appreciate it. Yes. But as an adult, you understand the value of yeah. that that money, that dollar mm-hmm. that you're paying, not only for that education, but especially if some if you're not paying for that education, mm-hmm, if somebody mm-hmm. is willingly showing you how to do a, a skill or a trade, right? that is gold. That is money in the bank. Yes, absolutely. And it, I'm glad that you have this group coming around. I want to tell you, I have so many questions. Yes, please, far right. away. This is why I love doing podcasting because we can we, we can unpack everything. Oh. <laughs> so first, we really need to tell people what we're talking about. Uh, Quatrefoil Cirque is a group of what? Uh, freelance performers, essentially. You know, we all have known each other for probably a decade now, and we did different gigs for different things. And uh, after the pandemic, you know, we kind of gauged the environment and decided to do our own set of shows, doing the acts that inspire us. But what kind of acts are we talking about? We talk uh, circus. Yes. We think circus. yes. We think two different kinds of circus. Mm-hmm. We think the the clowns, elephants, tigers, Ringling Brothers circus, yes. and then we think. Cirque du Soleil Circus. It's mostly Cirque du Soleil Circus. Yes. So it's people, it's flow arts, it's trapeze, dance trapeze, rope. We have essentially every discipline represented. We have steer wheel, uh, where, you know, they roll around like a little coin. Sure. uh, That kind of thing. And we love collaborations. So for this show, we're collaborating with another legend in town, the Massive Monkeys. The Massive Monkeys. Yes. I just highlighted them on our Instagram account, and they're truly unbelievably impressive. So for people who don't know who they are, who are they? Yes. They are a Seattle-based hip-hop crew, and they've been around since the late 90s, not to date anybody, but... (laughs) (laughs) The 90s are the best, by the the way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who could argue with that? You can't. They have been uh, dominating the national and international dance scene. They won World of Dance in San Francisco. They won all sorts of competitions in Tokyo, Copenhagen, France you name it but they're probably most known for their appearances on big stages with all sorts of celebrities but I most enjoy uh, seeing them in Macklemore videos because you know for Macklemore they kind of did the true production that represents them and their influence in the community so they pulled in some kids that they mentor and so on and so forth and that choreography and those videos if you've seen downtown Uh uh, if you've seen thrift shop yeah they look really authentic and really warm and and that's all them so they're in this show which Mm -hmm. is a night out in vegas correct coming to the numerica performing arts center friday september 16th saturday september 17th get your tickets now they're on sale numericapack.org a night out in vegas which is so cool for people who've been to vegas it's yeah it's it's awesome it's for me i'm not a gambler Mm -hmm. i don't like going to casinos it makes gives me anxiety. Yeah. Tina <laughs> gives me anxiety. I can't. But I do like to go to Vegas because of the shows. Yes. The shows are, I love a spectacle. Mm-hmm. They are spectacular. Mm-hmm. So to, to have a piece of that mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. and collaborating with a group like Massive Monkeys, I'm trying to figure out how they might... Fit in how they fit yeah let me a tell night you in vegas yes show. yes yes so we had some long conversations about that my original idea 
was to have them do a spoof on Jabberwockies because you know Jabberwockies yeah. have a show on the strip uh-huh. and everything and we talked and talked and uh, Jerome's like no they're really good friends we respect each other too much and we're not going to do that I'm like yeah you know fair enough uh, as an artistic director you, I have that all the time mm-hmm. you know it's like I want this no let me give you that because that's going to be better I'm like, yeah, better is good. Yeah. So that's why exactly. more lines are better than just one. Yeah. Exactly. So they're going to do a couple of their original pieces. The first one is, I think it's better than anything you're going to see on a strip, mm-hmm. what they're going to do. But it's going to be more uh, an homage to their roots. And uh, I don't want to yes. give away much more. No, that was enough. You said 90s hip hop and they're going back to their original roots. And I am in, I am in, in, in. <laughs> Uh, I can just only imagine that's just going to blow the house down. Yes. And for people who might not have been to Vegas, right? They're not familiar with the different shows. Like the mm-hmm. show that you mentioned, the name mm-hmm. was... La Rev. La Rev. Lots of people know the show. But if you've never been there, if there's a younger crowd mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are listening to this, they're not familiar with the different big shows that are on a strip mm-hmm. or even how big and spectacular a Vegas Cirque show could be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you give us an idea of some of the ones that are being highlighted mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. that is being incorporated into mm-hmm. the show here at the pack? Yes, yes, yes. It is challenging, let me tell you, because Cirque has tremendous stages, right? They have multi-million yeah. dollar equipment and yeah, so on and so forth. But let me tell you, Numerica is fantastic. The staff there are unbelievable. Mike is a wizard. Kylie is just absolutely magical. So I That's think... Mike Locke? And Kylie Boggs. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And you are absolutely right. They are fantastic and geniuses at what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a lot of planning meetings and conversations in terms of what they can do with projection, with the lighting. And I think we're going to be able to provide the same kind of Vegas-style experience, but where you can have your performers on the palm of your hand versus, you know, Cirque has these big stages and it's really far. So it's it's a very boutique Cirque experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited about that. And I think that in terms of skill, my direction to performers was there needs to be something that makes the show recognizable. So if they're doing a piece that's a tribute to Luzia, for example, somebody who has seen the show should be able to recognize it. Okay. And then when it comes to the skill level, one up it. It has to be an upgrade, not a downgrade. One up it? Yes. And I am so honored and so delighted to be working with people who said, yeah, sure. <laughs> not a problem. No problem. One up the Cirque. Got it. <laughs> See, but, but that's a testament to you, I think, because you just said to me, we started this conversation, you went, doing a show, a Vegas-style show, is hard. It's complicated. Yes. You just said that. And yes. doing it at the pack is difficult. Mm-hmm. But that didn't stop you. You went, it's difficult. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's try it out. <laughs> I've got people on harnesses and rigging and all. Yes. I mean, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm guessing. Yes. I haven't even asked you about any of that. Like, how do you do that and make sure that everybody's safe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you have trained professionals. Yeah. You know, we have a rigging legend. Uh, his name is Ryan Dadostel, who came out here. He does all the theaters and Zani rigging. When the Cirque comes out, he helps them out and so on and so forth. So yeah. he put in the performer flying system uh, that we'll be using. 
to a hoist. performer flying, flying system. system. Yes, because you know you think about theaters and productions. There's a lot of sets that go yeah. up and down, yeah. but when you talk about flying people, it's a whole different level. Uh, safety checks and fail safes along the line and everything else and uh, yeah we're very excited we have seen a little bit of that here mm-hmm. at the pack in the history of their yep. staging yeah you know, mm-hmm. just here at the apple blossom musical was the wizard of oz yes and they had i think glenda in a bubble flying up off stage and yep. the tin man got lifted and taken yep. off stage so yep there was some of that, but mm-hmm. I have a feeling like this is a bit more complicated than that. It is a bit more complicated, and mostly because of the kind of tricks that they do. So our performers do the Cirque du Soleil style tricks. So mm-hmm. it's like ceiling to floor, right? A drop goes. And when you generate that kind of power, tiny little lady who does silks for me, for example, she's 100 pounds. She can generate up to 1,000 pounds of force with that violent fall down. Now, how do you know that? Uh, So, actually, fun fact, we have a a little tool called a cell enforcer. So, you can attach it to the point, and it monitors exactly how much force you're generating. And, of course, Ryan knows these things by heart. So, when we were talking, he was asking me specific questions. What's the weight? How much does the dual weight? What do they actually do? So, so he was factoring all of that in into how he was ensuring that the system was over-engineered to handle that. Yeah. Because that's way beyond my pay scale, way beyond my mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure stuff that I do is way beyond other people's mental capacity, but that's what makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. But I, I just have to say that I, I just, I'm really impressed, right? Because I have personally, I've lived all over the world. And you know what? Time out. Time out. Now that I've even said that, I, where are you from? I love, 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 love. I can do this. I could pull an audible on my own podcast. Mm-hmm. So s- stop it. So I'm stopping because I love Valentina's accent and I need to know about her history. Please tell me where you're from. Uh, St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg, Russia. Russia. Yeah, so I grew up uh, next to Chinazelli Circus, which is the first original brick circus in Russia. And uh, a friend of ours was an artistic director there. It was just absolutely magical. We had front row seats to most productions. And um, I just remember this so vividly. And equestrian tradition, fun fact, is really strong with Chinizelli Circus. Really? So I remember that horses and that scent of horse manure that somehow was still absolutely magical. Well, I can find you a few places around here, Valentina, if you need a trip down memory lane, because there is quite a few farms around here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. is that how you got started? Uh, n- no, actually, I enjoyed the shows very much. I started my uh, performing career in acrobatic dance. So I actually started break dancing and acrobatic rock and roll and cabaret salsa. That was kind of the beginning of it all. Cabaret salsa. Cabaret salsa, yes. It's it's acrobatic salsa, yeah. And are you you still teaching these types of classes now? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes they pull me in, like with uh, when Emerald City has, uh, Emerald City Trapeze Arts Mm -hmm. has a production and they need some help with partner lifts and choreography. I would come in and help out. So, yeah. I still do that a little bit, but not on a regular basis. And these performers that we have coming for Night Out in Vegas, it's mm-hmm. September 16th and 17th. Tickets on sale now, numericapack.org. 
they're super professional. They're upping it up a notch. We've already talked about this, but where are your performers coming from? Are they all local, regional? Are they coming from all over the globe? They're mostly regional. Okay. Yes, some of them are flying in from Vegas, but mostly Pacific Northwest. We have so much talent here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. When you look at like the world map of circus artists and who is who, we are the capital of uh, aerial rope, for example. No other place <laughs> in the said world. a world map of circus artists. <laughs> yes. You never, w- I would never even have thought of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a hot spot for those performing arts. I mm-hmm. would have never really have thought about that. But I guess if you're on the Pacific Northwest Eastern or Western seaboard here, mm-hmm. you're making your way down to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, So absolutely. this is a natural fit. Is that how you've picked doing a night out in Vegas? Because I'm sure you had some options. We had several themes. Oh, you but did, I yeah. think So I think one of the challenges that we're up against, we had some very elaborate themes but things are picking up and show business pretty rapidly so a lot of people are getting picked out by contracts in Vegas and New York new shows are opening yeah. up so we were thinking okay what can we pull together that is natural to the team that they already know they already have like an act prepared or something like that and that we can blend organically and make this work together with the dance crew right. because I do think that circus and dance fusion that format is the way of the future because the cadence of the show feels different and it sharpens the audience senses and helps them appreciate each act a little bit more. And actually Cirque just rolled out a new show in Saudi Arabia that is exactly in that format. And I'm like, well, I thought of this first. (laughs) (laughs) Dibs, dibs, (laughs) she's got dibs. (laughs) Can you tell me some of the themes that were cut that didn't make it? Oh yeah, so one of the themes uh, that unfortunately we couldn't make work with the scheduling was a country circus. So every act is country themed act. You have a little cabaret act with corsets and Uh, saloon doors and everything and you have another act that is uh, my act was going to be a lasso rope where essentially I climb up to the top and then lasso myself on the way down (laughs) all right wonder (laughs) woman (laughs) you know those kind of things and we were going to collaborate with a neighbor of mine Aaron Crawford. I love Aaron Crawford. He is so amazing. So talented. So, such wonderful songs. I had like all the songs lined out for duo acts, Mm. love song here and whatever. Uh, But the scheduling wise, he was, he's so booked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another show that hopefully we will do next year um, is a salsa themed show. We have very strong connections with the salsa community, Mm -hmm. and I was looking to build new connections here locally um, as well. And that, I think, can be absolutely spectacular. Oh, yeah, Yeah. it will be spectacular. Mm -hmm. Is this a touring show? And is it where where are you coming from? Is this the first one? Where are you going? Where how many shows are booked? Uh, So this is kind of the end of the summer season for us. And we were thinking, doing shows that are outdoors, an appearance at the winery here and there. But of course, August and September in this area is very challenging. So Especially we'll, outdoors. Yeah, yes. Yeah. We looked at each other and we're like, fire season is so unpredictable, we have to be indoors. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, when I talked to America and found out what they can do and how beautiful their facility is, I was just sold. 
I'm like, we got to do a big show. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that attitude. You have a great positive, just can do attitude. And I really love that. So again, the show is Friday, September 16th and Saturday, September 17th. And before I let you go, because we talked about a lot of stuff, but before I let you go, I just, I want to say that I love that you in the performing arts are bringing this show to our town. I mean, you know, we've talked a little bit before we got on the podcast that, yeah, I didn't grow up around here. I grew up in much bigger cities, but this is where I choose to live. You know, I choose to live in Wenatchee and raise my family here and Mm -hmm. live in this community, right? Uh, and I love to see the changes, the evolution, and, um, and and it thriving and growing. So to see a group like Quatrefoil Cirque come into our town, and we, it just needs to be supported, mm-hmm. right? Because it's high caliber talent, mm-hmm. stuff that you won't normally see here, mm-hmm. stuff that you have to maybe go to Vegas mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Seattle or New York City mm-hmm. or the next biggest city mm-hmm. to experience. But no, you're bringing it here. Mm-hmm. And if we want these shows to, and shows like yours to keep coming back here mm-hmm. with high caliber talent, we have to go out and, and support them. So I want to put that out there that I absolutely am so proud that we're bringing this here and you have my support 100%. Thank you. Thank you so thank you for having me here. I'm just so thrilled to be able to get the word out, to get people to come over. You know, we're obviously new to the area, although I've personally lived here for almost 20 years. Have but you really where Yes. Um, uh, just up the river in Arondo. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So local, local, local. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, this is going to be a, a spectacular show. I mean, we got trapeze artists, mm-hmm. aerialists. You, I, I can't even think you're saying, you said scarves, you said the uh, ring. You, uh, and a fire eater. Uh, Don't forget oh, the fire eater. Oh, you didn't even mention eater. the fire yes. eater. She's just, a legend. You yes. buried the lead. She is so stunning to watch. Yeah, and the kids adore her. Mm. You know, the parents curse me sometimes afterwards. <laughs> but she does make a disclaimer, don't try this at home. Right, because all the kids are going home looking for the matches, going, whoo, whoo, whoo. <laughs> like, how did that Yeah, try it with hairbrushes first. Right. <laughs> they have to start somewhere, right? I right. was telling you, my kid definitely has uh, an affinity for climbing and tumbling, mm-hmm. and we've already gotten him some foam, mm-hmm. and I'm going to need to come to you to figure yes, out. Yes, future performers start yeah. them young, yeah. Totally. I need to get him a harness ASAP mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that kid is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Fire toys. Yeah. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Firetoys.com. Fire to- <laughs> Excellent Gosh. harnesses. Probably still a little too big for him, but they have the extra small okay. versions. Yes. All right. Firetoys.com. <laughs> I'll look it up. But really, the website we need to get out there mm-hmm. uh, is you do have quatrefoilcirc.com. Yes. Which has all the information about you and your group and that is I is lots of information there and pictures and mm-hmm. always you can follow you on Instagram you gave me that tip yesterday mm-hmm. because uh, you have performer highlights on there mm-hmm. and videos and really get a good idea of, of which performers are coming not giving anything away about right. the night in Vegas show mm-hmm. but who and the type of talent that you're going to see yes yes so check you out on Instagram and uh, really go to numericapack.org and buy your tickets for either Friday the 16th or Saturday the 17th and get out and see this freaking show. That's all I have to say. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. (sighs) 
What's Up Wenatchee is rounding out its second season. It's been a really amazing experience and I want to thank everybody for their support. I hope you've enjoyed every episode so far and I really want to put a call to action out there for any events, organizations, local businesses that you think I should highlight in upcoming episodes. If you have an idea for a conversation that you want to hear, contact me at darlingpodcasts.com. Thank you.